Joy comes in the morning after weeping the night Before the struggles, burdens, pains have been swept out your front door That's right, the Savior will protect you when you didn't think He kept you, I know Jesus, man, you get slept on That's why I am here to put you on Cause if you are lifted up from the earth They will draw in, look at John chapter 12, 32 And fall right into his joy like no other that the world can never claim I declare when this is over, you have joy in Jesus' name, amen I got joy, 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 down in my heart I got joy, 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 down in my heart I got joy, 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 down in my heart I got joy, 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 down in my heart Jesus saved me, and he changed me Sacrificed his life, and he forgave me We can talk sports, we can talk politics, but can we talk Jesus? What a world, Hoodie is back with another unexpected episode of Can We Talk Jesus? Um, I did not plan to come on tonight. I did not plan to do this at all. Actually, I had to work today. And, um, you know, I wanna make sure that my connection is good too, because it keeps telling me. That is kind of low. So I'm gonna move my laptop a little closer. Okay, it went away. So yeah, this is Can We Talk Jesus? This is season four, episode 10. Um, and this is Can We Talk Jesus live podcast. This is not Can We Talk Body. Um, Can We Talk Body will come at a later date. And uh, yeah, I'm so glad to be back with you guys this evening. Like I said, I did not plan to be on tonight, but the Lord, moved in me tonight to come on and encourage the body, um, encourage the people, um, because I was at work this evening and I had got some news from one of my friends who um, just lost his father, just lost his father. And um, I, I was I was hit by it, I, I was shocked. Um, I know that things were going on with him recently, with his father recently. And when the news came, I, like I said, I was still at work. I was, it, it threw me off. I, I feel real saddened by that. And so it reminded me of just this past week, my um, cousin of mine, she had lost her father just last week, you know, and I was even affected by that, just saddened by that, because that's family. I lost another family member, you know? And hearing my friend losing his father, my cousin losing her father, and then I just go back to last year around this time, I had lost my grandfather through um, violence, and you know, he was shot. And I was just so much going on, but when it came to seeing that the night, on my way home from my job, I, um was just thinking about who God it was in my spirit to come on to encourage the people tonight. Um, but before I go any further, this is, like I said, can we talk Jesus season four, episode 10. I came on tonight being led by God to talk to you guys. I have a message for you guys. The Lord put in my heart to speak on. Um, 
We are not only live on Periscope, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Tonight, I felt led to go on my personal IG page. If you don't know that, it's at Enduring Red, lowercase, for my friend, that's me. And um, I felt led to stream it on my Instagram page tonight, too. So hello to my Instagram family, whoever watching. Hello, good evening. Um, that sounded familiar. Anyway, so yeah. So like I said, I came on tonight just being led by God. Um, and it's cold outside. <laughs> but I'm glad. I hope you guys are being warm, uh, warm in your houses and things like that. But uh, yeah, I just felt led to come on to talk to the people. Not only... Uh, before we end the message tonight, I, I want to pray for the brokenhearted right now because that that's really the the main thing that I was on for. Um, hearing about my friends, one of my friends' loss of his father, it just hit me, you know. And God using His people in this time to encourage, to edify, to lift up, and and prayer and all these things to strengthen. I had just said. The other night, it was like midnight, well, 11 o'clock. I was like, we need to be soldiered up for those around us. We need to be soldiered up for them because they're dealing with, they could be dealing with loss. They can be dealing with family separation. They can be dealing with financial things and things might be going well in our, in our area, whatever. We need to be able to encourage them and be strong for them. So this is not only for him, my friend, this is for everybody who's dealing with loss right now, dealing with some type of trial, some type of issue, something that's been going on in their lives and they need to hear this message tonight. And so I am being led to come on to do that. Um, but before I do, I want those who will come on tonight to just share this message, share this message on Facebook, Share this, share this YouTube message when you see it. Share it on IG if my message stays there. I don't know the live, whatever. <laughs> share it on Twitter, share it on Periscope. Let your voices be heard. Um, look, I don't care if there's nobody showing up right now. They People coming in, people going out, probably watching from afar and just listening without coming in. I know the trick, I know it's real. So yeah, unless you're on Instagram, you can't get out of that one. <laughs> So yeah, um, I want you to share this message because you never know. That's why I put it at the end. You never know who needs this message. This is about encouraging people tonight, dealing with loss, but also dealing with victory. What do I mean by that? I'll tell you more in a minute. But before I go any further, this is Can We Talk Jesus. We have music selections that play going into the message. And so tonight, the Lord gave me a song for myself, made by myself through God. And this message tonight is pretty much the title for the night. Um, but before I release the title, I want to release the track. So I want to give a shout out to my cousin, Tony Fair um, Jr., who did this video for me way back in 2017. It was my debut song, um, debut single titled Victory. We shot it downtown in Macon. It was supposed to be out on one of the bridges going to um, uh, Emory Highway and whatever, and it was raining. So we just decided to do it in a car parking lot next to um, certain places, buildings, whatever in Macon. And we shot it 
it's already it's up to almost fifty fifteen hundred plus views. And and that I just give God praise for that because it is hey, God did what he did, he carried the message, and victory is still screaming all up to 2021. So this um song right here is by myself, yours truly, victory right here on Can We Talk Jesus? <laughs> Hoodie out. All right, so I know I stopped the video. The reason why is it seems that my internet is doing some weird stuff right now. It's just doing some weird stuff. So what I'm gonna do is move my whole studio for a minute. So y'all be with me, bear with me. I'll be right back.
All right, so I had to move from another area to get a better connection since it was tripping. So you guys give me one more second. Let me get Instagram straight. All right, cool. All right, here we go. Let's see how this looks. Hey, look at that. I am back. Whew. So yeah, didn't expect to come in here tonight, but I know my internet and it's still tripping. Wow. Hmm. Well, anyway, while I was really interrupted and I checked and see that the internet was kind of messing you guys up, um, I hope it's working better now. Sorry for my lighting. I did some adjust. You know what? I got one more thing to do. You know what? Check this out. I'll be right back. Making some adjustments, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Yeah. Alright. Here I am. This should be the last time I'm moving. Alright, cool, cool, cool. Testing. Good. Good. That's why I need mounts. Mounting or working on it. So ha, I had this moving. You know, my internet looked like it was messing up for you guys. It looked good on my side, but I never know how it looks on your side. So um, this is where we're doing it tonight. Kind of symbolic. Can we talk Jesus with Jesus in the background? I've done a couple of my um, scope through here before. But let me continue. So before I did all that, this is the song for the day, Victory by my cousin, um, or done by my cousin, Tony Fair Jr. And I want to start it over so that everybody will be on board. So this is Victory right here on Can We Talk Jesus. Second time, hoodie out. Be right back in.
All right, guys. So that was my cousin. That was me, but it was shot by my cousin TJ, Tony Fair Jr., um, video producer all the way from really from making, but all the way from Atlanta now. You know, shout out to him, shout out to his business, his company, Teflon Media, for shooting that for me. Um, I was there for the beginning with him, seeing him, well, yeah, really the beginning with him shooting music videos and how the love that he has has just grown so much. He does so much in his craft and improve in his craft so much. I appreciate him for doing that for me. And he just continues to get better and better with his talent. So yeah, if you want a video shot, you know, check out Teflon Media. I just put it out there. So it's not meant, just meant for me. You know, it's, it, it helped others, especially family, you know, put, a, put it out there. The work does good with the camera. So shout out to him. But that was Victory. That was my debut single released 2018. Uh, yeah, 2018, the video was released. The song was released on my mother's birthday. I can't forget that, uh, November 17th. So yeah, um, you can go check that out. It's on YouTube. It's actually available in stores. And all my songs now are available in stores. I just recently, lastly, put out my EP, um, My Hope is Jesus. All of it is available from YouTube to iTunes and all those places available all over the place. So you don't have to pay for it. If you want to just stream and watch it, like on YouTube, whatever. I don't want to put no pressure on anybody to buy nothing. If you feel led to do that, do that. I appreciate you. Thank you. If you want to just stream it, you can check it out on YouTube. Check it out on Spotify. Check it out on SoundCloud, because I got it there, too. All my music in different places. And it gives you the uh, choice to, to pay to support or just listen to support. It's up to you. I'm not forcing anybody to that. And that's why I made it available like that. So shout out to DistroKid for that and distributing my music. So tonight, like I said earlier, I did not plan to come on tonight. I did not. I just got off work. Usually when I get off work, I'm just chilling, watching YouTube videos and resting or playing 2K, whichever one, or reading God's word and spending time with him, which is why it was a great time to connect what he's been talking to me about recently um, for myself. And then tonight, like I said, one of my friends lost his father tonight and it just hit me. It just hit me. Um, and I was at work when I found out and it was just tough to hear or just read that as I was about to get off right before I was done with the student. And so, yeah, I felt led to come on tonight. I know I said that a lot, but I just felt led to come on tonight because that's the reason I'm here. I'm just being freaking honest with you. <laughs> and that's why I'm here tonight. So then, like I said, this is season four, episode 10. We have uh, Instagram people with me tonight too. Uh, so hello to you guys as well. And God gave me a message based off of this scripture, Romans chapter 12, verse 15. And I'm gonna branch it out. Really, the scripture is for the reason of why I'm on. The reason why I'm led to come on, you know, because this ties with what led me on. And then the message ties with me personally and to encourage those who feel brokenhearted and in a low place, in a very low place. And so Romans chapter 12, verses 15, reading from the New King James says to rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Simple as that. Right now, my heart weeps because, like I said, dealing with my friend and then my cousin. Um, she lost her father last week 
And then just thinking about last year around this time when I lost my grandfather, my mother lost her father. I, it was just, I don't know. It, it's, I know it, we've lost so many, you know, just thinking about through all 2020 and it's still, who's happening still now to this day for my church members and just friends that I know, coworkers. I mean, I work for a school and so I get emails all day. If, if it's some, if I get emails about loss, there's been so many losses of on my emails for my job. Uh, prayers go out to or, or condolences needed for this employee losing their grandfather, this employee aunt, this employee uh, family member. It was it was like it's been like that every month, really, from my job. You know, at um, yeah, my in the school, and so I've been seeing a lot of loss. I've been seeing a lot, hearing a lot from my church to family to just all of that. So my, my reason tonight is to encourage. My reason tonight is to give you a word because I feel led to encourage. I, I, lately, I've just been feeling so strongly encouraged. Like even the other night I had, um, it wasn't even a um, podcast episode. It was just me to come on. And I know I didn't really do it on YouTube. I mean, Instagram. I really do it on Periscope, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and all that. But I just felt led to come on Instagram tonight for whatever guy wants me to, whoever I need to speak to tonight. And um, I was just encouraging one of my brothers in Christ on Periscope, dealing with his family and his children and everything. And he felt encouraged by what I said. And I didn't, whew, God just used me that night because I really didn't know what to say. I, that's, why, that's why we let Jesus just speak for us, through us. When we have positions like that, when we have callings like that, you just let him speak for his people and so they can be encouraged. So you just be in position. So that's what I always talk about, be in position. Don't worry about the numbers. Don't worry about views, likes. Don't worry about that. That's why I never say like this. I say share it because the message is more important than the likes. Mm. All right, God. There's, the message is more important than the reactions. The message is more important than the views, whatever. The message, it needs to go to the right person that needs to hear this. And, and 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 it doesn't matter about you know you know the numbers or whatever at that time it's about souls and bringing them to Christ and uh, yeah so and then he was like the only one that came on that night really there was another person that came on they didn't stay long but um they were uh, you know supporting him in his time too and I felt led to just just keep just just listen to him really because he was saying a lot at the time. And I was trying to like pray and, you know, he, he kept typing more. He was really venting with me. And I, and I, that's fine because we should take pause in listening to others. We, we feel like we know what we need to say. No, most of the times we just need to sit and listen. I, I do a lot of sitting and listening with people because I don't know everything about what they're going through. So when you listen to people, you will hear what's really going on and what's really coming out of their heart and what you really need to say to them. You might not need to say much, but you, you might need to just pray for them. Or you might have something because you relate to their situation and you need to say something to them. So just listen to the person first. Scriptures say be uh, quick to listen and slow to speak and slow to anger. So we don't need to just jump out and say, I know what you're dealing with. I know what you, first of all, if it's something they're really dealing with, and you've never been into it, been in it, never say you understand what you're going through because <laughs> you don't. So always just listen first and then 
If God has something for you to say, you say it. If you have something to relate, I'm sorry, this eyelash keep bothering me. If you have something to say, you say it, you know, and then you pass the message on. You you encourage them that way with your experience. Or if something put God put in your heart to speak, then you say something to encourage them. Otherwise, you just listen. And then um, you won't you don't know how that will turn out. So this was scripture tonight. So the topic tonight for episode 10 of Can We Talk Jesus is uh not that. <laughs> I clicked the wrong thing. The topic for tonight is victory at the bottom. <laughs> victory at the bottom. Blessings to you, my brother uh, Daniel, man. Welcome, man. Uh, victory at the bottom. So that's what the Lord message. The message the Lord gave me tonight. Victory at the bottom. As I was, after I found out the loss of my um, friend's father, God was reminding me about. Um, oh, I know. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate the support. And um, yeah, man, it just put it on my mind. That put me on my, on my heart about what's been going on with me lately. And I don't mind being transparent. I know uh, God uses my experiences as testimonies. I finally got it out of my eye. He is testimonies for people because that was the start of this whole podcast of Can We Talk Jesus? I, I was like, God, I've been through a lot of stuff. All my all of my twenties and, and and being in college and being away from my family and being and dealing with a lot of things with family and whatnot. Um, being at home, I dealt with a lot of things, you know. And and God, you've shaped me and all of that stuff. And so I should be able to talk, uh, be able to come on and encourage people based off of my um things that I've dealt with and use it and connect it to your word. Because when when we go through experiences in our life and we let God be the one that helps us and molds us in the scriptures and everything else, we, we can use that when we come out of it, you know, when we come out of those uh, difficult times. And that's what God has done a lot with me from Georgia Tech, Georgia Southern, coming home before getting married, getting married, graduating, all these things. God has blessed me and guided me through all of that stuff. And that's why I've been through a lot. And so that was the, that was reason, the origin of Can We Talk Jesus? It was because I was going through so much and my faith wavered in and out during those times. Sometimes I was reading my scripture a lot. I was writing in my little journal, my book and whatever. And then sometimes I just went away from it for months at a time and I would just read a uh, scripture and just be done with it. Now it's a whole different tandem, tandem for me now. Now I'm in this thing by every day, every day. I need to. I, I, it's a must for me and for the people around me, and for the people that's listening, and for the people that's watching. Why? People that I don't even know. Why? Because they need to be encouraged because they not, may not be doing that. And so when you have someone like, per se, myself being led by God to come on and encourage, that means you would see something and maybe God has a word for you and connects to you. And maybe you haven't been doing right with the Father with spending time and prayer and everything else. But there will be something said through me or anybody God uses, and it sparks something in you and says, Wow, I need to get back right because this message is connected to me. And so you start questioning some stuff. You start being interested in doing like getting in scripture. You be you're curious about a lot of stuff, and that curiosity brings you back to God. So that's why I, I um, the Lord gave me the idea, can we talk Jesus? Because I was like, God, I got a lot of 
um, experiencing some things to tell people about, to encourage. And so that's why I'm here. <laughs> and, 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 and that's why can we talk body came to encourage the, let the body encourage each other because I came into the periscope realm and I saw how people in the periscope realm would encourage one another. One, I call him my mentor, my mentor, James Bryant, uh, Pastor James Bryant, he comes on and he has a, in his scopes, he has family around him to encourage one another, to pray for one another, to speak blessings to one another, even to give financially if he, he's led to, because why? Because it's happened to me. If you remember my past podcast, I was talking about how my I was read in my accounts. I said I didn't know how uh, I was going to get out of the red. I didn't know where the money's going to come from because I was made a not smart decision to purchase a camera and paying it off thirty some dollars a week, not knowing that God was shifting me from my job to another job, not knowing that two months apart I'll be waiting and not be getting any income in in, in that time span. But God provided anyway. And so what was my point there, God? <laughs> so he used he used that to help me see how good he is. And, and it'll come back to me in a minute. I know it's just coming. All right, God, I'm getting to the topic. So tonight, uh, victory at the bottom. I was dealing with some spiritual attacks. Let's just be real. I, I was dealing with some, I've been dealing with some spiritual attacks. One, and I'm, I'm assuming it's, it's from, no, I'm not going to assume, God. I'm going to speak what it is. You know, if you was on Can We Talk Body for the first episode and the prophetic word given to me by my sister Shanika, you would know that it was a lot given in a public space. Talking about a whole lot of things. From me and my wife, our our future children, all of that stuff. And it was a lot. And to be honest with you, I was like, well, God, I don't know. That I'm not going to tell him that's a good idea. I was like, I, I don't kind of don't like it being like put out there like that. But, you know, God helped me understand it. He helped me understand that. This is God spoken. And, you know, a lot of people don't believe in prophetic words. They, be, they believe in calling out false prophets, but they don't really believe in the word that's coming from a human. That's why people battle with the Bible being written by man when it's God spoken. But anyway, and so I was like, I'm not sure about that, but it was God who did it. And I had no control over that. So it's his will. My point is, as I was. Exactly, exactly. And so as I was. uh. Getting that prophecy, those prophetic words, later on after that, everything was going well for me. But spiritually, these thoughts started attacking my mind, coming at me like Jesus ain't real. What? This is not my thought process. What is this? Where is this coming from? Why all of a sudden? And, and these thoughts kept coming. It's like, Jesus ain't real. Jesus ain't real. Jesus ain't real. I was like, oh, no, no, no way, God. <laughs> no, -uh. these thoughts are not my thoughts. They're not God's thoughts. I said, I know who this is. If you're getting thoughts or trying to deny that Christ is real, you know who it's coming from. You know who it's coming from. And so I was just battling with that. I'm like, I know this is not me, God. 
And he wanted me to just continue to speak against it, saying, Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Lord. Jesus is real. He wanted me to focus on all the things that happened in my life to know that God is real, to know that Jesus is real. So many instances happen in me that I've seen, that I witnessed, things I can't even speak on, that Jesus is real. So I was like, I know this is from the devil, and I know he's trying to make me denounce Christ. That's really what it was. Why? Because <laughs> he's trying to stop progress. And I'm not just going to let it be on me. He, the enemy is trying to stop our progress in the body of Christ to encourage one another to go higher with the Lord. He's trying to stop us in our, so those doors that God already promised that will be open. He's trying to stop them. He's trying to crush them. He's trying to prevent them from happening because he knows because God already exposed it, talked about it, released it. So all he's going to do, he, he can't stop it because Jesus, Jesus already stated it's going to happen. So what is he going to try to do? Get in your mind. You know that Battle of the Minds book by Joyce Myers? I know it's Joyce Myers. Yeah, but the book was pretty powerful for me. I didn't read the whole thing because he, God only led me to certain sections of it because I get a lot of battling from my mind. I, I get a lot of battle from that. Um mentally the enemy tries to attack us mentally you know and so i was dealing with a lot of warfare in my mind and i had to speak the truth as much as i was hearing the lie i had to speak the truth death and life are in the power of the tongue so i had to speak it jesus ain't real. no jesus is lord jesus ain't real. no my father is true he helped me he brought me out and so this is where victory at the bottom comes from victory at the bottom comes from my time with God. And just yesterday, he gave me this um, picture. It, it was like a, a graph, okay? And in this graph, yeah, it was just, was it a day? Oh, I'm sorry, today is 16. It was a day, I'm sorry. My second graph, it was a, a, it was a shape of a V, okay? On the left side of the V was before knowing Christ. And it was just certain, um monuments in my life that happened just a few i didn't write all of them uh before actually knowing christ i didn't really know christ until i was 23 years old and if you know me from all the way from church days to growing up to singing in the choir and being in bible study and being in sunday school you would know how can that be possible <laughs> i saw you go from high school to graduate go to college you didn't know jesus until but you've been in church all your life what does that mean? <laughs> if I don't know Christ, I can be in the building. People, we can be in the building and, and not know Jesus. I ain't stepping on toes that. That's just a cold hard fact. I can be in church and we can be in church and not know the Father because we can just be what? Doing religion? Well, here's my tithing. Well, I'm coming to church. I'm going, going to sing, going to sit in the pew, going to listen to the word, and you leave empty. Because you're not really giving time to God, first of all, and you're not really listening to the message the pastor speaks, or you're complaining about how long it is, or you're complaining about who such and such did, said, talking about dress, whatever. Your focus is not on him. And so your mindset's not there. And so, like I said, I didn't know Christ until I was 23. How he came to me personally, I'm going to get there in a minute. 30 years and still don't know. Yeah. 
and claim saving, right. And so personally for me, this V again, on the left side of the V before knowing Christ, you know, I was a, I was on a downtrend. Remember, it's a V. So you got the downtrend, you know, I know it's, it's reversed on my picture, but I'm using my left hand. Reverse, it's a downtrend of before knowing Christ. So I, I wrote, the first thing was Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech was one of the monuments in my life that happened. Uh, I was going to school. Um, by this point, I transferred from another school. This was one. Of, this was my top pick school that I couldn't get into initially. I had to go through Georgia Southern to transfer, but I didn't. I couldn't. I couldn't even transfer in the major that I wanted to transfer to. It was the program meant for these certain majors. And it didn't really hit me until I got to the school. That's sad, but I got there. My focus was getting there. Anyway, to the point. So Georgia Tech, I was on a high peak of the V. I was on a high peak of the V on the um, before Christ, before knowing Christ. You know, B-C-A-D. Okay, guys. <laughs> before Christ, after knowing Christ. I like that. All right. So I was at the peak of my life, which I thought, in the world by being at Georgia Tech. You know, you couldn't tell me nothing because I was like, finally in this school. I'm at a very prestigious school. I'm doing a very prestigious, right. Right. I like that. I like that, Daniel. Ascending. Yeah, descending, ascending. I like that. And so I was in this prestigious school. I was, I wasn't really bragging about it. I was, I was proud about it for myself for getting there. But you know, as I was going through the school, I was dealing with a lot of trials. I wasn't performing like I would in high school. I wasn't performing like I would even in Georgia Southern. My grades were terrible. When I got there, my first semester, I ended with a 1.5 GPA. I wasn't even partying like that. I wasn't even going to clubs like that. No, my, my mindset just wasn't there anymore. I was doing the best I could because I was always in math. I was always in science. I was always in those areas. And the, the, the classes were just so tough, you know, weighted with the credits and everything. They were so tough. I did the best I could, the best I could, and not really giving God all that I needed. So I, I, I was I was started off real bad. And uh, I started off real bad and it never got better. It only got worse. I tried to get my GPA up some, you know, it went from a 1.5 to a um, 1.7 <laughs> to a 1.75 maybe. It never got out of 2.0 at Tech, just being real. It never got that high, it never did. So while I'm at the top where I'm thinking I'm ascending, where I'm really declining, it was academic probation, meaning that if I don't do well my next semester, I will be academically, academically dismissed. I got academically dismissed the next semester, um, 20, this fall of 2012. I got academically dismissed. I still stayed up there. I stayed with my cousin who just, you just saw that video made by him, Tony Fred Jr. I stayed with him and because I was staying with him anyway. And uh, I was dismissed. Downfalls. I was going through, I was going through an end, uh, end of a bad relationship. Downfalls. Mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I was damaged. I had, I was so, my faith was so shaken that uh, I was presented with this video called the Zeitgeist Movement. 
And if you don't know about the Zeitgeist movement, I mean, don't pay no mind to it. It's it's trying to do that universalism by connecting all the religions together. This is my first time presenting. And I told you, I was not strong in my faith at that time. I told you, I didn't know Jesus until 23 years old. This was around 21, 22. So I'm getting to the point, you know, I'm getting to that, that point in my life. And uh, I watched the video. I saw how they was trying to like, people were dropping their crosses. They were dropping all these other things, dealing with Islam or dealing with uh, whatever, all these different beliefs. And they was like, if you join together, and if we just use technology and, and if we can we can make things better in, in, in everything. We can make it's a stronger, unified, you know. And that video, some reason, shook my faith so much that I just fell deeper in sin. So now I'm drinking more, even tried some substances at that time. I was going to the clubs a lot, all types of clubs. I was just so deep. I was already in a coming out of a bad relationship. I was deep. I was hurt. I was, I felt alone. I really did. <laughs> I felt alone because certain decisions that I was making, it's like I was getting chastised for them. You know, I was trying to make my relationship work. I was getting chastised for them. I, I was trying to do that because I was I, I, I'm I'm thinking I'm in love and everything, but I really was. I was in lust. I was in lust. I'm just being, I know it now. I was in lust. So that's why I kept going back to it, thinking that things would work, but it didn't because I couldn't trust anymore. I was in lust. So like I said, decline, Georgia Tech, my relationship, substances, all this is going down to basically getting dismissed from Georgia Tech. So that decline is getting near the bottom. Actually, now I'm at the bottom. I am at the bottom. I come home. I don't want to tell church members about what happened. I remember one of my aunties asking me, so when are you going back to school? And I told her, I don't know. I don't know because I don't know what's about to happen for me. I don't know if I'm going back to that school or not. I don't. I knew at that time I'm at home. Actually, I didn't know. I'm sorry. Okay. I had to wait. Uh, it's like you got to wait five years, I think Tech said. You got to wait five years to your GPA resets and you start back at a 4.0. So in the beginning, I didn't know. But later on, I was like, okay, I know now that this ain't going to work. In five years, I mean, I had to wait till 2018 <laughs> to get back in, which is awesome when I think about it now because I got my degree in 2018. Look at that. But anyway, two five years. So I was like, that's not going to work. So I'm at home. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm back where I started. I'm back in my parents' house. I am stuck there right now because I've been doing all this school. I was at doing school uh, tech for three years. I was at Southern for five years. I basically wasted away almost six years of my life at school. At least that's what I thought. At least that's what I thought. And so I'm at home. I'm at the bottom of the bottom now of that V. I'm at the bottom. I feel incomplete. I feel ashamed because I flunked out. Basically, I'm, I feel torn up from relationships. I feel just destroyed. You know, my faith was broke. My faith was broken. You know, but, you know, God was just working 
through all of that. And here's where the incline goes back up. <laughs> At the bottom, God was moving. He shifted me to start working. He shifted me at a frozen yogurt place. He shifted me to um, working at a frozen yogurt place. A friend of mine here, he was like, you need to go come work here. And I was like, okay, sure, I need to work. So I, I, I tried to apply for the job twice. First time, I didn't get anything back. And I was like, okay, I guess this is not for me. And I was trying to find jobs when I was in Atlanta too, while I was academically dismissed. That didn't go so well. <laughs> a lot of the opportunities that didn't work. Um, then I come home. Yes, I still love it to this day, Daniel. I still love it to this day. <laughs> so I worked there. Um, my second time, he told me to apply. I was like, nah. He's like, man, look, go apply. So I went. <laughs> I went to um, apply, and the manager was there that day. She wasn't there the other time. She was there that day. And like 11 minutes after I applied, I remember the time, I kid you not, 11 minutes after she called me and I got an interview and I worked there starting uh, in August. I think I called, applied in July. Yeah. Got the job in artist, uh, August. Artist, sorry. Became a, a assistant manager in like nine months and was doing real good. So... As I was working, God got me in a position to work. He provided me with a place to work, you know? So I'm not really, I'm not low anymore. I'm coming up a little bit because God provided me with a job. Even though I'm still at home with my parents, he provided me with a job. Now, while all of this is going on, if you know about my wife and what I've said about my wife in the past, my wife, my, at the time, my ex, because we dated in high school, it didn't work out um, for that time. God, you know, spread, it, spread us apart. For some time to grow. And so while I'm at Tech, she's at Georgia State. She was here in my hometown. Then she got transferred the same exact semester and year that I went to Georgia Tech. So at this time, while I'm going down, my wife is going up, getting spiritually strengthened in Christ, going to church, be going like six o'clock in the morning every Sunday to going to Bible studies and stuff. I used to look at her as like, you going to church at six in the morning? Yeah, I ain't. <laughs> and you can ask her at that time, I was not trying to go to church, especially no six in the morning, but she did. She did it. She was going stronger in the Lord, so powerful in the Lord. I think all these things that was going on with her. And so she was getting close. So as I dropped out, well, I didn't drop out. Since I flunked out of Georgia Tech, she graduated the same exact semester. Are you catching this? Are you catching what's going on? Even though I'm going down, God is still working behind to help me come up. So she had just came home from school. She needed to find a job. She got a job. And you know, at the time, like I said, we were separated. We weren't really talking to each other until that last semester, Um, ex exactly. That last semester before I got academically dismissed, or a semester before that, actually, that fall of 2012. And so that happened. You know, she came home at the same time as me. And we were talking a little bit, you know, just casually talking, coming back home at the same time. And, you know, my wife, you know, or my friend at the time, I, I was at a low place, like I said. So we were still talking. When I came home and I was trying to, work out my relationship. You know, we fell out so many times, me and this other girl, we fell out so many times. And you know, 
I would break it off because I, I, I didn't have the trust anymore, but I was still trying to make it work. And that's what most of my family and most of my friends didn't like about that. I kept trying to make it work. And so I was really separated from them. They didn't really, wasn't there for me. They really talked about me. I mean, talked me and I hear stuff and stuff just wasn't the same because we went to the same church. Stuff just wasn't the same. From home, it just wasn't the same. I, I felt ostracized. You know what that means? Separated, blocked. Didn't really, I felt that. Again, I'm still coming up. I'm getting back to my point. I'm still working my job. Talking to my wife at the time, friend. What changed everything for me? Well, one of the things that changed everything for me was in that time when I was at my at the bottom working, you know, she said to me, this is my ex, talking about the relationship I'm trying to fix with somebody else. You know what she said? She said that I'm here for you. I'm not here to judge you. I'm here for you. So if you ever want to talk, you can talk to me. When I heard that, something in me changed. It's like I never heard those words. I couldn't, I didn't get that from family. I didn't get that from church members. I got that from somebody I used to be with who was also hurt by what happened with us in the in the past. To say that she would be there for me and listen to me. I mean, and, and talk to me and not judge me. Do you know what that is? You know who that is? That's the love of Christ. Unconditional love to say that even though I messed up and did all this, even though we messed up and did all this stuff in our lives, did all this sin, God still loved us to say that I still love you. You can talk to me anytime. I saw the love of Christ through my friend at the time speak out to me in such a way that I never heard, never heard during my situation like that, flunking out of uh, a, a tech, coming home, never heard. I, I'm here for you to talk. She was the only one. And so since that day, since that day, I was getting closer to her again as a friend, you know, as a friend at times, as a friend, <laughs> talking to her. And after that, you know, I was, she was telling me some things that God was helping her through and everything. And at that time, I was kind of afraid because of some of the things she was speaking about. Because I was like, this happened? You see what? What? Huh? What? I was a bit afraid. So one night, <laughs> one night, and I know if you've seen my podcast before, you would know. But for those who don't, this is how it went down. And I can't go into full details of it. Just know that I was in my bedroom. And I was thinking about doing something that would say that if I did it, the enemy would not bother me because I was in a lot of fear at this time because I believed in demonic spirits. I believed in uh, uh, this, this stuff that was going on. I believed in that. So when I was hearing stuff about it, what my, my wife was facing, my friend was facing at the time, when I heard it, I was like, no, uh-uh. So some, sometimes in my, in my bedroom, I'd be afraid because I was like, what if, oh man, they might come out. That I, I, I was very afraid. Remember, my faith was not strong here. It wasn't. So one night I said, if I do this sin, the enemy would not bother me. 
I was about to compromise to so much. I, I wasn't even strong with God here. I was about to compromise my, my faith to the fullest by giving power to the enemy to say that I'm going to do this so they can leave me alone so I can sleep well tonight. Do you know this woman called me and said that you don't need to do what you're about to do? What? What? How do you know about? You don't need to do it. Nobody else is in this house other than my parents. How is it possible that you shook me to this day? See, sometimes, nah, about that, not even sometimes. We need to be interfered with Christ by Christ in such a way that it shakes our faith to say that he's real, that he's real, that Jesus exists, that he is He is the son of God. He is real. He's tangible. He's spirit and he's, he's come to this earth. He, the Lord is real. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. The Lord is real. And because of that experience, ever since then, 100% all in, Jesus is real. How could she know that? How could she know what I was doing? that night. How could she? Because of God. God can speak through people. That's why you have prophets. That's why you have pastors. That's why you have apostles. That's why you have teachers. That's why you have all these people in, in a body that can be used by God and speak God's words. And that's why you hear things like that. And you sometimes get a phrase of, how do you know that? You don't know me, but Jesus does. And so that's how they know they're just speaking what God is speaking through them. And so that's how, that's how I started ascending. I went from, I was going down and then I started ascending. I started spending more time with her. Still, my friend at that time, still uh, more time with her. Giving me a lot of scriptures to read. I remember reading all of Psalms. I remember reading all First Kings and Second Kings. You know, Second Kings was a bad book for me. I was like, oh, these kings did all this evil stuff, and then they got dethroned, killed, all that. I was like, I, I, I just remember that process. Like, Second Kings is a terrible book. All these kings were doing wrong. Anyway, I was doing a lot of scriptures reading, and that's when I started doing all my journal. That's when I started doing all my journal then. And so as I was getting higher, I was starting to know Christ more. I was getting closer with God. And then the next thing I put on my um, little curve, my um, graph, marriage. That woman <laughs> that I dated back in high school, who God brought to the same city as me at Tech, came back with me in Macon. Not the same time, like coming together, whatever. But we did hang out when we first came back. And friendship, you see where this is going? God kept us around, separated us for a time, brought us back today. You know what he showed me the other day, yesterday actually? This break is a break that was established, you know, agreed to abundant mutually for us. And the break was for three years, three years of no talking, three years of none of that. The break was really to break apart as my brother Dan was talking about, to so to edify her, to get her, us, ready to come back together. Can y'all hear that? Can you hear this story? God was breaking us apart at that time so that we can get in proper position to come back together. I didn't realize that then. I'm, I'm not going to realize that then. My mind said, no, 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 no. But 
with five years of marriage now, I see, I understand that he was molding us because it wasn't the right time for us to stay together. We we was in two different cities. I didn't like long distance relationship. It, it didn't work for me. And so it, it wasn't really for me, for me to leave my city to go up there to take anyway. You see what the end, the end result was. And so, no, it wasn't, but God, he is still in control, allowed me to go, allowed us to go to where we need to go, put us together. She tried to go to any other school than Georgia State, you know, <laughs> and God directed her to Georgia State. She tried to go to other different schools. I remember when we were dating, she wanted to go to this school in California, this school and up north, all these different places, and it just never worked. All them doors, <laughs> all, exactly, yeah, it just, all those doors, and God didn't and open them for her. She went to Georgia State and then came back. And then a few years later, uh, uh, two years later, we got married in 2015. Two years later, I've come in, job, marriage, relationship with Christ. And now what was the other thing? Being in this home, you know, we never moved to an apartment. We was blessed with this home here by my grandfather. My grand, my grandparents' home. This is my grandparents' home, and um, because of all the things that God did, blessings to you, blessings to you, prodigal butterfly. Because this is all God. I, I, I brag on God so much because it, He gets all the praise and the glory. All this is Him, and you know this picture here. This has been in this house since I was a babe, a, a kid. A kid. I don't know how long I can remember. This picture here has been in this house since I was younger than 10. Hasn't moved since. Not flawed, not bent, not damaged, preserved. I love it, preserved. Jesus preserved. Uh, so I get I get excited with, when I tell story, like this story because it's all, look, man, look. So yeah, I'm at the increase. So my point, for this victory at the bottom, when I was at the bottom of everything, flunking out, bad relationship, um, um, coming home with no degree, um, yeah, all of that stuff. When I was at the bottom, I met Jesus. I met Jesus in such a way that I can't deny him. I can't deny him because of how he came to me, how he did this for me, how he was all in all of it from Georgia Tech all the way back to now. He, he was here with me every step of the way. And that's why I can't deny Christ. So when you start getting those voices in your head telling you that God ain't real, telling you that your blessings ain't gonna come, telling you, no, you speak against that. You speak the opposite. I will receive his, I will begin the blessing from the Lord, the favor. I will. Trust in him with all of my heart and lean not to my own understanding. I will continue to walk, even though I can't see it. I walk by faith and not by sight. I will continue to speak the truth at the rock bottom. And Jesus met me at rock bottom, right? So when I drew this image, I put in the V. At the bottom was Jesus. At the bottom was Jesus. And you know, I have another one too, but I feel I'm just gonna stick right here and close it out because I don't need to show and show you know, I might talk about it on another scope, uh, or what another broadcast. I met Jesus at the bottom of the lowest that I've ever been in my life, coming home and feeling like a failure because I didn't like failure at that time. 
feeling like a failure because I was like, I have no degree. I have no nothing to, to, to just show for coming, going to school for that long. But you know what? Remember I told you um, in 2013, I said when I flunked out, I said, it said uh, Georgia Tech was like, give you five years, re restore your GPA and come back. I told you it was 2018, five years later. 2018, I did graduate from another school doing something I was passionate, I loved, and because of Christ, he got me where I needed to be and graduated by what I wanted. My wife even showed me this by that time. She was like, you know that God orchestrated it this way to have a major structure just for you because this major wasn't even designed in 2016. I tried to go to this school in 2016. I kid you not, a year into marriage, I was like, let me try to go, actually, 2014, 16, yeah, okay, when I was at home, I was trying to make it work, because 2016 is when I actually went to the school. So 2014, I was trying to get into the school, and I was still at home, I wasn't married, and it just wasn't working. I had to go to a Starbucks to get good Wi-Fi, because we didn't have that at home. I was like, yeah, this time I was trying to do this, type out all the paperwork, and it wasn't working. It just wasn't the time. Two years later, I'm in the school. I said, God, I don't really want to do loans. God was like, go ahead and join it. Go ahead and apply. I got the application in. I got it submitted. I shared it on Facebook 2016 that I got the confirmation that I would be a student at Full Sail University online for two years to get a bachelor in two years. There's somebody hearing this. There's somebody hearing this. I, 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 that's why I want to come on now. I'm moved by this. Two years. And that five-year gap that said that I had to wait to go to Georgia Tech, on that fifth year, I graduated at another school with something that I really wanted to do. Come on, man. Come on, God. So this testimony here, like I said, this victory at the bottom, Jesus was always there. It was at the bottom that we, I, I, I I'm going to say me, I finally met him. Because he was already with me, I decided to go to him because he's at the door of our heart waiting for us to open it. We have to let him in. I met him at, my at the bottom of my situation, of my life, and I let him in. And ever since then, eight years later, God has only taken me higher with these broadcasts to testify all that he's went brought me through to now, what, what he's blessed me with, to now, where he's going to continue to take me. And so the attacks will come. That's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to stop progression of any type. That's why some of us quit so quickly, because he's trying to stop us at the beginning stages. You keep going. You keep going. I used to go down. When I, when I was at Tech and doing on that back descending curve, I said, if I go down, God, I, well, I didn't say God. I said, if I go down, I go down swinging. I go down fighting. Now I say, I ain't going down <laughs> because the enemy wants me to think I'm going down, but I'm not. You know why? Because the last thing before I went to bed last night, as I was talking to God, he gave me this statement here. And this is going to shake some people. God gave me this. The devil only has power that you give him. 
The devil only has power that you give him. What am I saying? If you start believing a lie, you give him more power to the devil. If you start believing the things he tell you, you're a failure, you're a good for nothing, you're not worthy, you're not meant to get the job, this is how you are, this is how you speak, this is how you talk, this is who you, if you start giving power to all of that, if you start agreeing to all of that, the lie, of course you're giving the devil power. And that's why we're in the position we're in now because we're giving power to a lie. And God is trying to break us out of that lie, break us out of those failure thoughts, break us out of that defeat. And so when we are here this low, he's meeting us there. And sometimes we don't wanna be, we don't wanna face it. I didn't wanna face failure. I didn't wanna face telling people the truth. You know what? And God still met me at the bottom too, where I couldn't turn no more, where I was like, it had to be him. And so with all this being said, everything I gave you, the testimony, all of that, we must just let God in our hearts. We must speak against the lies the enemy, because he's going to try to do the best he could, knowing that he's going to lose in the end. <laughs> he already knows his ending. Check out Revelation. He already knows his ending. He's just trying to take as many as he can with him. Come on, y'all just look at Revelation. You don't know that. His end is in a lake of fire with the beast and all that other stuff, whatever, go with him. <laughs> all of that. If you with him, that's where your destination lies. Cold hard fact. Check out Revelation. It's in there. But we, those who believe in Christ and his word and know and say that Jesus is Lord and know and believe that he died on the cross and repent of our sins and baptizing in the water and of spirit. Those who know that, look at that word, victory. It's already there. We've already have victory. And that's what I'm saying tonight. For those who are dealing with loss in, 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 in the families right now, that those who are dealing with battle in the mindset, to those who are dealing with any type of situation, separation from family, anything, lack of food, anything, lack of money, anything, still victorious. Why? Because when we give it all to the Lord and give all of everything we have, when we say that, I have no control over this. I, I, I can't do this on my own. I give it to you, God. It, 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 I give it in your hand. I cast all my cares onto you. I, 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 I'm not anxious for nothing, but with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, make your request be made known to him. And then the peace of God, I'm doing all this. I'm praying without ceasing. I'm quoting scripture. I'm, I'm giving all this to him. I'm seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto me. I, I'm, I'm, go, I'm leaning not to my own understanding, but in all that ways acknowledge him and he will direct my path. I'm doing all this. When you do all that, your victory is already there. It's just catching up with you. It's just coming down from heaven. Because it's happening in the, in the heavens and God is bringing it down to you on earth. So you got to you got to wait. You got to be patient. But you got to know already that everything that you ask for, as Jesus talked about, everything that you ask for is already being done in his name. Already happened. You believe it. When Jesus was in Jerusalem and he looked at that fig tree and he said the fig tree ain't producing no figs. And he said it, talking about it will die. And then when they came back, coming back past the fig tree and the disciples look, it's like. What you what you said actually happened. The 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 plant, the tree died. If you believe it, 
in prayer and whatever you ask, it will be done. If you tell this mountain to move by faith, it will move because you believed it before you even saw it happen. Thank you, Jesus. Because you believed it, it is going to happen. It's already happened in heaven. It's going to happen in the natural. So that's why I say when you're at your bottom, when you give it to the Lord, because you gave it to God, because you presented it to him, because you presented your hurts, your failures, when you presented all that stuff, now you see victory because you gave it to him just as he commanded us to do. Give it to him. He knows what he, you need. He already knew what you needed. He was just waiting because God's not a God that's going to force anything. He's about free will. He's about free will and allowing you to do what you want to do. But he gives you an option. You can follow me or you can follow him. You can trust me or you can trust me. You can listen to my truth or you can listen to his lies. You have an option. That's why I always end this. Who do you serve? You have an option. So which one are you going to lean to? Who are you going to trust? So he's not going to force you. He's given us a choice. An unconditional God who loves us for whatever things we do. He's given us a choice. So we have an obligation to choose today. Jesus, I'm dealing with loss of family. I'm dealing with a loss of a job. I'm at my lowest of low. If you're real, God. I just watched the movie last night dealing with a guy who was um, snorting uh, what it, uh, heroin and God turned everything around for him. And that movie was so powerful. I, I, I forget the name of it. Um, uh, something about life. Oh, man. I, it was a YouTube movie I watched. And things turned around for him. He made a choice to say, Lord, if you're real, because he couldn't turn nowhere else. His wife left him. He lost his job because he over uh, overdosed really on, on the drugs that he had to go to the hospital and missed his days at work. And so the boss fired him. He, if you just give it to him, call out his name, watch God work, turn his life around to where he was writing a book because he used to write stuff all the time. And now he was a he's a book writer. And uh, I don't think it's a true story, but he became a book writer. His wife came back, they got back together. And it was all because a worker that he used to work with had dealt with drugs in his past. Brock came on, uh, you know, he was like, anytime you want to talk, just let me know. If there's something going on, I, I, I can help you. I've been there. And when he was at the lowest of low, this was cool. This is just how God did me. This is when I was at the lowest of low. The man left a note in his lunchbox before the dude left. He had a lunch bag or whatever. The man put a letter in his note. He was like, I know you probably, you're in the office right now getting fired or everything like that. He didn't say getting fired. He's like, I know you're in the office right now. I just want to let you know that whatever happens, if you need me, you know, you can call me at this number. Yeah. And make and he called him and the guy got him and helped him get into rehab, a Christian program or whatever. Well, a program with Christian people around him to help him get close to God. He found God in all of that. I mean, he went back about two other times, too. He went back, you know, he detracted and came back. And in the end of it, because he went back and still went to that place, the man started reading scripture. God turned his whole life around. The dealer that kept trying to come to his house to sell the things, the um, the drugs to him, because they were friends in high school and everything. He ended up going to jail because the dealer, I guess he finally got caught. 
and everything. Stuff turned around and he still wanted to befriend that guy while he was in prison because he was like, if I'm a light, well, someone was a light for me, then I can be a light for him, even though he might not understand it. I know that's a lot. All I'm saying is, if you just give it to the Lord, he will bring you out of whatever it is. You have to be obedient and just trust him. Obey. Deuteronomy talks about it all the time. Don't forget the Lord. Don't forget him. And trust and obey him because he will make your path straight. He told me in this room one morning, Saturday morning, he was like, I know what's best for you. And I cried because I was like, you do know what's best for me. And this whole time I've been thinking I know what's best for me. So, yeah. Just give it to the Lord. When you're at your bottom, this is the perfect time to start looking up. This is your perfect time to start looking to Christ and say, when I'm at the bottom, I start going to God. And, and even though my heart is broken, people don't hurt me, Lord. I don't know what's best for me. This is when I start turning up to you because I don't know where else to turn. Like I said, the dude in the movie, he didn't know where else to turn. He'd been doing heroin, drugs, all of that. He, he lost his job. He didn't know where else to turn. When you're at your bottom, you can only look up. And that was the point of the graph of my V, my victory. As you ascend, when you're at your bottom, the only way you can place you can go is up. Thank you, God. The only way place you can go is up. And so you start, when you're at your bottom, praise God. In all things, give thanks. Praise God. Because when you're at your bottom, Jesus will meet you there because you have nowhere else to turn. But you know about Christ. Everybody knows about Christ at some point. <laughs> it says, everybody knows at some point. He knows in your spirit. He, he presents himself in such a way we might deny him. Just like all the Pharisees and the, and the Jews and the people in Jerusalem, they may have cheered for him during um, the Palm Sunday, but they jeered for him when he was arrested. They jeered for him when he was up there with Barabbas or whatever his name is, Barnabas. Uh, they jeered for him when he was uh, the other guy was released. So he's been denied so many times and still today still being denied. But God still loves us to still meet us where we are at our lowest of low and still love us anyway. So that's why I came on tonight. That's why I felt led to put it on Instagram. And I don't always put this on Instagram. So it's always going to be on Instagram. I mean, um, YouTube, Facebook, Periscope, all of that. Until Periscope leaves, whatever. It's on Twitter. That's why I came on. Because I felt that somebody needed to know that when you're at your bottom, the title of this is Victory at the Bottom. When you're at your lowest, start looking up. Start looking up. Because that's where he is. He's waiting for you. Start looking up. Because you can't go any, you can't go any further. And you can't go any lower. That's where you meet Jesus. And so this is why I came on. I wanted to encourage the people. I wanted to encourage my family. I wanted to encourage my friend who just lost his father, my cousin that just lost her father last week. I wanted to encourage people because I don't know what it's like to lose my father. I'm going to be honest. That's why I say we can't say we understand things that we've never been through. I don't know. I don't understand that. I don't know what that's like. I still have mine. Thank the Lord. I still have mine. But I know Jesus. And I know Jesus can use us to encourage and soldier up for people around us so that we can be strong for them when they are low. And so that's why I came on tonight to be led to give you encouraging word that when you're at the bottom, start looking up. Jesus, that he knows how to give comfort to the heart. That's why I always say to people who lost a family member or whatever, I say, I pray for God's comfort and peace over your life, your family. 
because God knows how to give us peace in a time of all disasters and storms. He knows what we need at the right time. And that's why I can't say everything that needs to be said. No, I can only say, I pray for your peace. I pray for God's peace. I pray that he comforts your heart. I pray that he gives you what you need right now because we may not know what you need right now. Amen. And that's what I'm gonna do after this, uh, cuz. We don't know what you need. We may not know what you need right now. And my friend, he, we may, I might not know what he need right now, but I know he needs this, a message from the Lord, a message of Jesus. He needs Jesus. And he can agree with that. Lord, I need you right now. Pray and do. Pray and do. His wife too. Pray and family. So, exactly. When you start looking up to Christ, pray and family. So, what I want to do now, I had this plan too. On my way home tonight, I told you the one plan. God just directed me tonight. We're gonna um uh where is it? Lord, Lord, Lord. Okay, apparently I didn't type it. So tonight we're gonna pray. I'm gonna end this episode with prayer for the brokenhearted. I think I typed it in the <clears throat> in the um description. I'm gonna pray for the brokenhearted. Because why? Because there's so many people that's dealing with this COVID pandemic and then the loss of family due to COVID or loss of family due to heart attacks or loss of family due to some type of issue that's happened in their lives over their heart or, or their health or uh, something that they've been dealing with, with uh, finance or jobs or whatever. A lot of people are brokenhearted right now, um, whatever it may be. And that's why I'm just doing what I'm available to do by Christ, just to do what I can whomever sharing this. That's why I said share it earlier because you may not know who needs this message. And I'm thankful to God that this one ain't gonna get blocked because they tried to block Can We Talk Body because of the music, but it got restored on the first episode. The second one, it got blocked, but I'm waiting on the, just give me the approval to keep it open still on Facebook. Anyway, to pray for the people tonight. That's what I'm, 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 I really wanna come on to do because it was in my heart to encourage and it was in my heart to pray. So God, <laughs> I come to you right now for your people. I come to you right now for your strength. Because Lord, I've said a lot. You've said a lot <laughs> through me. You've said a lot. But I know the main thing you want to get out of this, all of this is your love. Your love shines brightly through darkness. Your love shines brightly in any situation. Your love shines brightly in anything that we go through. So Lord, I pray for the people tonight to just look up. Look up and just give it all to you. Look up and give it all to you because Lord, you know what we're dealing with. You know what's best for us. You know what's forthcoming for us. And God, you are God and you know everything. So Lord, I pray right now that your people will look up to you. Unbelievers, believers, God, anybody, Lord, that are dealing with this will see you because they've seen it before. They've seen your works done. They've seen you before and they might have not seen seen you, Lord. And now this is the time that I declare that you show up in their lives too. I'm going everywhere. You going to the people that have seen you before that denied you. You're going to the people that never seen you, that will see you today you're in their dreams. However, you're going to the people who denied you still won't catch this message or still won't listen to you now and later on in the future. I'm praying to them. I'm praying to all of us to see you, God, right now and, 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 and feel and your love 
coming down on them right now in the rooms right there, in their minds right now, in their bedrooms right now, in the kitchen right now. They are in the house, you're in the house right now, Father, and you are making a prayer presence known, whether it by be me, whether it be by what's going on outside around their house, God, whether it's being by going somewhere on the on the in the, on, on the in the car right now as they drive, wherever it is, God, you are making your statement known that I am real, says the Lord. I am with you. I heard your prayers, I heard your cries, I heard your complaints. I heard your doubts. I heard your fears, your worries. I heard it all. And this tonight is to get your attention. This you, my sister, this you, my brother, is to get your attention tonight to say that I hear you and I'm sitting right with you. I never left you. I never forsake you. Those people that hurt you in the past, I'm still here. They may have hurt you, but I'm here to heal you. Hey, God, yeah, yeah, da, 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 she. Uh, they may have hurt you, but I'm here to heal you. I am giving you an opportunity to come back to your first love. I am giving you an opportunity to come back to the light. You've been in the dark for so long that you don't know where to turn. It's like you're in a dark tunnel and you're so far on the one side that you can't see that little, little ball of light at the end. And God is encouraging you to go forward to that light because in that light there's victory in that light there's hope in that light there is justice for those that hurt you in light there in that light there is freedom in that light there is me standing right there at the threshold at the door ready for you to open it and let me in i am ready to give you that peace that surpasses all understanding i am ready to provide you with those blessings that you've been praying for for 10 some years i'm ready to give you that love and show you that power that i've been showing you for so long that that open your eyes and see me for who i actually am i am a god of love i am not a god of hate i am real i gave those men that those words to write in the scripture it may have been written by man but it was spoken through the spirit and that's why my word is real that's why my book is powerful that's why my book is still ever present that's why it's a living word and it came down in flesh and that's why my son came down to save us and that's why i came down because i love you and i died for you on that cross and i died for you so i can bring you back into the fellowship the uh, the sonship with me that's why i came down for you so i can take you back with me up in heavens and be with me forever in eternity. That's why I did it. I did it for you. I did it for each and every one of you. The Lord said, I am here and I show no partiality. Nobody's excluded from my glory. Nobody's excluded from my kingdom. Nobody's excluded from me. It is only your decision to choose. It is only your decision to, to follow me, to love on me. So, so I will direct you. And so you will see the good abundant work in me. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I came, God says, to give you life and life more abundantly, abundant in blessing, abundant in health, abundant in profit, uh, profitable income, however it is. But if you choose me this day, you will see all this manifestation. Yes, it will take a process. It takes time. It takes, it takes a process, but trust in me because I know what's best for you and the right time to present it to you, to your heart, to your mind, to your spirit. I know what you need at the right time. That's why God is a patient God. It's a God is about is a long suffering. He he knows how to, to be persevering. Wait, he knows with the right time because he knows 
us. He's God. He's in control of time. He's above time. And so I pray tonight, Father, healing in the hearts of the people tonight, healing on the ones that are dealing with these financial deficits, healing in the ones that's dealing with family conflict, healing in the ones that's dealing with just confusion in the heart, God, healing in the one that's dealing with family getting sick, Father, and don't know which way to turn. This was the brother, uh, this was the mother, or this was the sister I always used to talk to. This was the one I can always go to and, and talk about my problems. And you're taking them away from me right now. I don't like this. I hate this. I hate that you took this person away from me. I hate that you took my mother away from me. I hate that you took my father away from me. And God is saying, I know, I know, I know. The Lord knows where you are, how you feel. The Lord knows what you're thinking, how much you don't like them right now. But Romans 8, 28, all things work together. And I want you to receive, I know it's tough to hear right now in this present moment, all things work together for those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. We may not know why loss happened right now, but if we trust in the Lord, and if we continue to follow, continue to believe, God will make sense of it all in time. He will. But he knows that you're hurting right now. And so he is here. Jesus is here. To give you the comfort and the strength and the hope that you need right now, my brother, to keep on going. Continue to be a legacy for your father. Continue to be a legacy for your mother. Continue to be a legacy for your family to say that I kept pressing in Jesus' name. I kept going further in Christ's name. I kept moving in Christ's name. Even though I didn't want to go for it, I felt like giving up. God gave me the strength to keep on moving. He gave me the strength to keep on pressing. He gave me the strength to keep walking because God's love never failed me. He gave me the strength to move even when I didn't want to get up out of bed. He gave me the power to speak even though I didn't want to speak to my family or speak to my wife or speak to my husband or speak to I He gave me the strength to do it. And I thank you, God, that you gave it to me when I needed you at my bottom. Jesus. So God, be the strength for your people. Be power for your people that are hurting tonight. And I pray for such healing in such a mighty way tonight, Lord God, that it will move so swiftly in their families, move so swiftly in their loved ones, move so swiftly, swiftly in their communities and their friends, and such peace settles in the house tonight. And it will be such a sustaining, such a perpetual peace that will sustain in a house that will go forward day by day by day by day by day by day. Because, God, you are omnipresent. You were here at the same time. You never left. And while you're still here on this earth and you're all with us, you will never leave. That peace will sustain. Hey, my God, I pray for sustaining peace right now, God, for the people that's been broken hearted. They've been dealing with rape. They've been dealing with cheating. They've been dealing with family loss. They've been dealing with all these things. 
The enemy is trying to take their money. They've lost houses. They, they lost apartments. They lost their leasing. They lost all these things, God. And you are saying, give it. Give it all to me. I know what you need. I know what you need. Give them that sustaining peace, God. I declare it on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, I pray for those right now who are being persecuted because of their beliefs in Christ right now. That are getting shut out, canceled, whatever you want to call it, because they are trying to proclaim the name of you, Father. And all they're doing is just showing love, and the world's trying to shut out that love because they hate you. Simple as that. You said it in your word. So I pray, Father, for those who have been persecuted, who've been battling overseas. They've been battling in China. They've been battling in Africa. They've been battling in Europe. They've been battling all these different countries that don't accept. They've been battling on social media. They've been battling all these places, all because of your love and just giving the message that you placed in their hearts, all they want to do is help somebody. And the end, the world's trying to close it up, shut it up, and saying, This ain't love. Nah, this is love for all. We can talk about love for all. Nah, God's love is different from a worldly type of love. So I pray, Father God, for those who've been persecuted, give them the strength to keep pressing forward and God clear the paths for them so they can walk victoriously through the process to say that I have faith in Jesus name and that whatever I face, God, I know that whatever comes against me, you are fighting for me because vengeance is yours and you will repay, will pay, Father God. And though the greater one, as my mentor JB said, the greater one is on the inside. So the greater one is on the inside of me. I know that what's outside of me can't touch me. Woo! No weapon formed against me shall prosper. So it's going to be formed. It's going to be in my face. It's going to try to scare me. But he didn't give me a spirit of fear. And he said the weapon won't prosper. So if he said those things, I'm going to believe God's words and not the lie of the devil. So, Lord God, I pray for you, I pray tonight, Father God, for all these people, for everyone that you just spoke about, for all who feel let, feel touched, feel just feel filled up with you right now because you are speaking to their hearts right now. I pray that they have been encouraged. I pray that they have been healed. I pray that they have been set free. I pray that they have been delivered, God, and they will walk a new walk. They will talk a new talk. They will be victorious in their mind. They will be victorious in their voice. They will be victorious in their spirit to say, whatever happens from here, this forth, I will be victorious, regardless of what they might say, regardless of what the enemy says. I know the truth. And so now, I'm set free. Lord God, this is my prayer. And I thank you for using me tonight. I thank you for moving me tonight. Even coming out from a work from a different city, driving home, being tired, being hungry, providing me with food, coming here afterwards and to give this word. I thank you, God, because I know you encouraged somebody tonight. You have kept them up to hear this word tonight. And they have been strengthened, empowered, and set free from the bondages that has been going on in their lives today because you have heard their hearts. And this was the appointed time for their freedom. It's in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, amen. So, you guys, God is in the building. God gave you the prayer. He gave you the word. He gave you what you needed. I believe it. I only pray that we receive it. I only pray that we receive it. So I thank you all for coming on tonight. I thank you all for sharing this message. <laughs> I thank you all so much for just being in the place to hear from God, because I don't know what 
you needed to hear. But God knows. And that's why you're here tonight. Remember to share this message. You never know who needs it. You never know who needed it just now. I'm just being used by God. And that's all. That's all. And so I pray that deliverance was in, in the midst of your hearts and you are set free in Jesus name. It's not too late if this is you. We have a savior who died on the cross for our sins. Hmm. If you read Romans chapter 10, verse nine and 10, if you confess with your mouth, amen, that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that Christ rose on the third day. If you repent, forgive, be baptized in the water and the spirit, you will be saved. I pray you all have a blessed rest of the night. Continue to be encouraged. I don't know the next time I'll come back on with another Can We Talk Jesus episode. I don't know when I'm come back on for another encouragement. I don't know whenever I'm gonna come back on for Can We Talk Body. Cause I walk in silence, thus says Lord. <laughs> Just be ready for when I do. Because who knows who may need this message tonight. So that being said, good night to Instagram. And good night to everyone that is watching on Periscope, YouTube, Facebook. Continue to share this. And uh, I catch my breath. Hoodie out. Lord, I know that you're working behind the scenes. All of the things that you're doing for me are for my good. Even when I don't see it. So let me just tell you what's Cause you are the one that can